Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to you incredible listeners uh, for the time that you know we, we put into this work, whether it's the Circle City Cinema, the Power Hour, um, the Lynn Sanity Podcast. Uh, I know we appreciate the people that listen in and check in on our podcast and appreciate the content that we do, whether it's talking about Mandalorian, uh, whether it's uh, Zach obsessing over Ted Lasso now, whether it's, uh, you know, the NBA playoffs peaking, whether it's uh, Alex uh, being wrong on every single plan so far. Uh, we have all of that taken care of uh, for you on this podcast. And uh, I love you, Alex. I'm not going to make that joke again. Uh, anyway, let's let's get into uh, let's get into this. Price. Well, if, it's, if it's true, you should make the joke. It, well, it's 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 not true, though. I mean, Wait, we, actually, we, it is actually he oh, did. Okay, he did okay. think we, we we did say I was weirdly it on Chicago. He liked Toronto. So you're just being an ass. No, I'm not. I mean, he yeah, was typical. He loved, typical uh, no, he, no, let me finish. Let me finish. He he loved he he loved uh, uh, Miami against uh, Atlanta. And uh, I had two words for him uh, that equaled one name, Trey Young. And no, no, I hope we talk. About Let, that. Let's we 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 we. But shout out Alex. I love Alex. Alex is a great producer. Alex uh, recently. Uh, it has just had some awesome things happen for him. And I'm, I'm very happy for him. I'm proud of him uh, as a friend. And I'm, I'm very thankful that he's on the network. So anyhow, uh, let's get into this because uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we got a schmuck on the pod. Uh, he is back and, and uh, he is, he's coming in uh, red hot for us in the playoffs. He hit my line. He goes, I want in on the playoffs. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't care. I don't care what conference. I don't care. I want it on the Lynn Sanity podcast for the playoffs. I don't care. And I mean, he knows that for the most part, there's an open invite. And, you know, he is back with us. Uh, Zach Griffith, uh, you are joining us for the entire playoff stretch. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to do this with you, brother. Oh, it's great to be on. Uh, as part of the, I think we all signed it, the the running hook contract part of it was you you had you had to be a schmuck you had to be a schmuck to be on the network it was in the contract and and here we all are here we but are. uh no no I'm, I'm i'm hyped to talk about it i'm not a fan of the play-in as bryce knows i'm not i think the play-in's bullshit the fact that we have 20 playoff teams is 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 uh you know participation trophy level stuff but uh yeah, the play-in was actually pretty fun yesterday, uh, and I'm excited for the playoffs. I I really don't know. I don't. I I don't know. Gun to my head, I don't know who's going to win the title. Uh, I'd probably Fair. lean, but that, yeah, no, we'll probably get into it. But we'll get into yeah, it. We'll get I'm into excited. It I'm excited. Yeah. Bryce, how we how we feeling? Um, college basketball, not in our not in our. I mean, kind of in our lives, but not on our pod anymore. Yeah, yeah. Let's all have those private conversations. Unfortunately, we'll we'll talk about the big stuff, but we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about things that we feel like we want you all to listen to. But you know, we're in the NBA helping out Alex and take it on the East, Bryce. Take it on the East. We are taking on the East. Uh, Probably the better, uh, you know, conference. Uh, Honestly, I think the NBA Finals winner could potentially has a very high chance of coming out of the East, but. We won't count out the Warriors, will we, boys? We won't do it because you just can't. You just can't do it. So, I mean, but the East has a very good chance of winning the NBA Finals. So, I'm excited to talk about these teams. Yeah, I mean, there he is coming out of the closet as a Warriors fan. Look, when it comes to when it comes to these playoffs, when it comes to these playoffs, I mean, it's going to be great. I'm excited to to talk about it, and I just want to get right in. The key, again, for people that did this with us and followed us at the network last year, we are trying to be in sync. I would look at what Alex does, and we are a a podcast that leads into what he's going to talk about, and he's a podcast that's going to lead into what we're going to talk about. Um, It's going to be really in sync. He's going to go more deeper into the West. We're going to touch on the West. It's just not going to be as deep as what Alex is. Just like Alex and JD are going to touch on the East, it's just not going to be as deep as um, the three of us are going to get into. 
Um, but please follow us. I mean, we're going to be very intentional with how we go about these podcasts, how we're going to go about these releases. I've been working with Alex on this for a long time. I love doing it. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be some really, really, really good content for our network down the stretch. And so let's just sit right into it. Um, let's start with the games that took place on Tuesday. Um, Bryce, the, the game that first started up on the schedule um, was the the Atlanta Hawks against the Miami Heat. And both teams come from the Southeast Division uh, for the old school insanity listeners. Ah, yes. Arguably ah, yes. the best podcast that was ever created was on the Southeast Division. Zach and Bryce, we both this got a Southeast trio. Division podcast. <laughs> um, and and we got a Southeast Divisional play in. And I'll be honest, I just I just thought the Heat got uh, uh, humbled and, and got put in a body bag. Uh, 116 to 105. Um, and it wasn't close. It really wasn't it, close. It didn't feel close. I agree. It doesn't feel close. I guess, Bryce, I just want your thoughts on let, let's just let's get into the Atlanta side first. Let's get into the Atlanta side first. They won the game. Um, this was a team I think that a lot of people were like, okay, they made this move for DeJounte Murray. And they got Trey, they had a conference finals run two years ago, and it's kind of been this really up and down team. They have not been able to stay, get out of 500, really. Um, and it felt like tonight, it felt like on Tuesday night, they played to the potential that everyone knew they could play with. And I'm curious, Bryce, to see how they take advantage of a play-in game, does that give them momentum? I guess, how do you evaluate this performance? Well, I thought it was really interesting because I thought the Heat were going to beat them only because there was a lot of distractions coming into the game for Atlanta, you know, yeah. given the fact that um, supposedly the front office brass has been given the okay to do whatever they want with the roster, including trading Trey Young. And then Trey Young responded to potential trade rumors. Uh, so I just thought it was, it just didn't seem like a good a good thing, a good note to go into a play-in game uh, with. And, and I mean, Trey Young, I guess you could call it a revenge game. Like, hey, Atlanta, you know, I, how about this? How about you don't trade me because this is what I can bring to the table. Although I still feel like he is a grade A diva. He is only 24 years old, still learning to be a player in this league. Um, he's embraced the villain role the entire, you know, almost his entire career, especially, you know, kind of starting in New York and Philly during yeah. that playoff run. But, I mean, this was just an all-around good game. They absolutely dominated Miami on the boards. Bam Adebayo, his stock has dropped significantly. I, I know we're going to talk about the Heat, so I want to keep it on, on the Hawks right now. But everyone from the Hawks got a little taste about everything. Even Sadiq Bey was balling on Miami. And, I mean, you called it because I even asked you. I was like, are the Heat really just this bad? And you're like, this roster sucks. And when you look at it, yeah, it does suck. And Atlanta does have a better roster. I don't think it's a title roster, sure. but it is a better roster than some of these play-in teams, you know, that we're watching right now. I mean, we got Chicago and Toronto down. So, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, good win for the Hawks. I just don't think that they're going to be able to do much against a team like Boston. I don't think they measure up. Mayor Zach, uh, what, what, let's we'll talk about Miami, but just what did you think about Atlanta winning this game coming on the road and, you know, like Bryce said, distractions were fair. Um, and it's kind of been this up and down team. And it felt like they, they played to the talent that they were capable of. And, you know, how do you think that's going to rally them? How, do you agree with Bryce? Do you think, you know, how do you look at this win for them moving forward? Um, this, this game was a classic case of, the Hawks youth absolutely pummeling Miami's mm. older team, which not only are they an older team with some playoff experience, NBA finals experience, it's it's one of the most shallow rosters that we have, not just in the playoffs, in the league. I mean, when mm -hmm. you get to the bench, I mean, you're looking at Kevin Love, you didn't see him. Three three minutes. You didn't, 
three minutes. You didn't see him after for after the first quarter for good reason. Kyle Lowry actually had a good game, really good game. Really, and the Heat pissed it away by having a couple of their top guys not show up. You have Duncan Robinson, who's unplayable, literally unplayable. Fine. Pine. Writing pine. That's going to be a segment that we need to have in the, in the, in the pod. Who needs to write pine? Who needs to write pine in the series? Pine. But it's just, it's just fair. I mean, that's all it was. It was a, it, it was a matter of the Hawks having this youth and vibrance that the Heat just don't have. I, I mean, Pat Riley had to have been in the stands looking at this being like, fuck. And then there's really no way out. I mean, Caleb, I was kind of on your side last night with Bam, you know, but then I watched it again, watched the YouTube highlights again when I got home and just like, he didn't demand the ball enough. He absolutely got dominated by Clint Capella, who I think, has always been one of the most underrated big men, even Probably. going back to his Houston mm-hmm. days. Yeah, when he's healthy, twenty-one boards, mm-hmm. dominated I mean, offensive like glass. Yeah, every offensive board he got. I mean, and, and, and just Atlanta Hawks, out tough. I think they'll they'll make it frisky with Boston. I mean, Boston's I a minus twelve hundred money line favorite. So obviously, I think they're going to win and. Probably in five would be my guess, but I mean Hawks, they have size and youth down low, especially that mm-hmm. the Celtics. I'm not sure that they are quite. They have it. They don't have that, that. But they don't have that. They don't have. Um, they don't have that. I mean, the they death. have Horford. Williams is out. Uh, Grant Williams. You know, Horford. if you want to put him on Collins. Go ahead. But I want to hit on what Bryce said about Trey Young because Trey Young, Trey Young, I don't want to hear Trey Young and Steph Curry in the same breath ever again. <laughs> that that has been a thing basically since draft night 2018 when when Trey Young was drafted. That has been a thing. That 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 the Hawks had this blueprint that they were going to copy off right. the Warriors to build around Trey Young. And it just no. No. Trey Young's not Steph Curry. Trey Young doesn't play defense, number one. Trey Young's not as good of a shooter as Steph Curry, not even close. <laughs> Trey Young might be a better passer than Steph Curry, but he doesn't. I mean, just don't. He's such, he's such a diva. He's a diva. He, he's gotten two coaches fired. I mean, Pierce should have been fired, but Trey Young got him fired. I, say, I, I agree. By the age of 24. But I just though. don't. And he, but that's not me on off the him. most is that he gets these calls. He gets these calls from refs like he's a like he's a ten year superstar vet, and it's like he hasn't done anything. And the one playoff he's run really he had, sad. yeah. Let me tell you, I don't know, Caleb. I know you don't totally agree with it, but I know Bryce yeah. does. That was an absolutely fraudulent playoff run. Absolutely, in twenty twenty one was. Yeah, you got you, you drew a you drew a cute feel good Knicks team in the first round that you bodied. Then you got uh, a Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers choke job in round two. And then you get plastered by the Bucks in the conference finals and they go on to win the title. Yes, you got to the East finals, but they haven't done anything I'm since. Not, they didn't do anything before that. I'm I, just, not saying I think it's it an outlier. Lucky. I think it's I'm an not, outlier. I'm not saying it was a shortened season. Sure. Just, there's a lot of factors. I'm not saying it wasn't lucky. I'm just Bulls saying at win, some point you have to acknowledge that they're an East. You have to acknowledge that they made it and that he was a huge part of it. And, you know, he arguably was the best player on the court in every series with the exception of Milwaukee when they made that run. I, I, look, I was a massive when this pod, when this network started, I don't really know if there was a player I disliked in the NBA more than Trey Young. You, buy, yeah, you, you guys can, you were you guys can both attest to that. I did not you like Trey Young. I did not think Trey Young was a winning player. Southeast Division. Think, I did not think Trey Young was a player that would be good in the NBA. I did not. I was very not for him. Um, but I, I really think I, I I think there are some tendencies that he still has that made me not like him in the first place. 
there are still those tendencies. But at the end of the day, Trey Young is one of the five to 10 best players when it comes to a big game. He knows how to play in big games and, and, and kill it in big games. When a team needs him, he delivers. Uh, I mean, he just does. Um, he delivers more than Jimmy Butler. Um, he delivers more than Jimmy Butler. That's a guy. I actually and like that. Take. I, and, and he, you know, and I get it that Jimmy Butler is an older and more experienced player, but Trey Young delivers, you know, and he, I get it. I get that you guys don't like the antics. I, I don't like some of the antics. I get it. But I think the NBA needs a villain. He is absolutely a villain. Crowds hate him. Hot, opposing crowds don't like him. He is something that is a change of pace to the NBA. Trey Young is a player to me that, again, he answers the bell. He just answers the bell. He did it against my Miami was very good against Atlanta. Very good against Atlanta uh, all year. And Trey Young just didn't care. He's like, you're going to put any defender on me? I don't care. Oh, and by the way, you're going to stop me? I got DeJounte Murray. That play, that player to me was a huge difference in this game, Bryce. He, I think we finally saw the impact that he had on this team as a secondary shot creator which they frankly, they didn't have when they made the Eastern Conference Finals. They didn't have it. And if you're going to sit here and say Bogdanovich, you can get out from my podcast. <laughs> DeJounte, Murray was, DeJounte Murray is a secondary shot creator and gave the Hawks something that I think could be huge. And I'm really excited to see that this team play against Boston because they, they are not afraid of big moments. And Quinn Snyder is a better coach than McMillan and Pierce. I understand that you got, I understand that I don't necessarily like how it happened, but Quinn Snyder is a better coach than those guys. And he's been in playoff wars and it would not shock me if Quinn Snyder out coaches Missoula and takes two games. It would not shock me. I mean, that's fine. It would not shock me. He, they could make this series competitive. They can. I mean, they can, they so can. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's a little early. I don't. I think the Hawks win Game One. Mm. I, I think the Hawks win Game One. Ride the momentum, but we'll I don't see. Know that I'm we'll on see. Board with that. We'll see. I mean, we'll talk no. about it more later, but we'll see. I don't see it. Next up, next up. I mean, a game that obviously had all the controversy: the T Wolves and the Lakers, which the Lakers came back in the second half and beat the Timberwolves. Um, the Timberwolves just unable to really find their shot and rhythm against the Lakers in the second half and in overtime. Um, found out Anthony Edwards had a shoulder injury. Towns in the second half to close the second half. I had 24-11. And Bryce, I could tell uh, by your face that uh, you're not pleased uh, with, with something I said. So go ahead. Just, just take no, it I'm on pissed. Right now. No, I'm pissed. All right, go if, ahead. You would, if, if you want to make excuses for your boy, Anthony Edwards, for, for the disappearing act that he, that he presented against the Lakers. Just like you with Campbell, fine. huh? No, that's fine. No, okay. that's fine. That's not even the same thing. Probably no, that's not even the same acts. thing. You guys, you were all over me about Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, nine He's points. He's a great player. Nine points. Nine points. Oh, of nine. Oh, at nine again. Oh, of nine from three-point land. It's not ideal. I'm not no, it, 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 I'm upset. I'm upset because the Wolves, they played like a young team, and they're and I don't think that they are. I don't think that they are. They took They took a lot of – ill-advised threes they couldn't even get to the paint they couldn't get in the paint cat was soft he he had austin austin reeves oh! a couple times cat is soft soft embarrassing embarrassing that you can't get a bucket down the stretch that was awesome soft no, down the no, stretch soft no, down the stretch or soft down the stretch suck. no down the stretch sucked absolutely sucked you did nothing. I thought he settled a little in the stuff. No, he absolutely settled did. down. You have Austin Reeves on you. You can't take Austin Reeves one-on-one. It was in foul trouble. He had five fouls. I agree. I that played a factor. No, I, that played no, a factor. miss me. Miss me. Absolutely I didn't want to foul you out. If he Mura, out the you're telling me Hachimura can stop Carl Anthony Towns? It was you guys, five fouls. If, 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 if he fouls out, they're fine. Bryce, Bryce, you don't want to if I told you that Rui Hachimura is going to guard Cat and stop him, 
in crunch time, you guys would have texted me and be like, yeah, that's laughable. Bryce, he, if he, if Rui plays it like a smart NBA defender, he's just falling as soon as Carl Hounds backs him up because he's going to get the sixth foul. I don't care. You have to. That's that's you, Bryce, that's this ridiculous. is just, the, you if have to go out, you, you have to go for it. You have, so what you, would you, have done if he you are out the franchise player. Anthony Edwards has to take over, and obviously he wasn't either. He couldn't even get into the paint. Terrible. Three of 17 from the field for Anthony Edwards. You expect more out of your franchise guys down the stretch, and they they did a complete disappearing act. It was Conley and Kyle Anderson and Torian Prince jacking up threes at the end of the game. And, And honestly, the Wolves were lucky that Anthony Davis fouled Mike Conley in the corner. To, to send the game in overtime. That. I agree with that. They were absolutely lucky because they folded, folded in the fourth quarter. When, when the lights got the brightest, the star players folded. And, th- and that's the advantage the Lakers have over them because, because the, the, their top guys have been there, done that. Absolutely folded. Embarrassing for Minnesota. Jack up way too many threes. Stupid turnovers. They shouldn't have been in the game, Rice. They shouldn't have been in the game. They shouldn't have been in the game. If two of your five starters are out of the game, Gobert and McDaniels won in the game. Three of your top six, seven guys. If you know if you're out of the game. To their own fault. Fair. To their own fault. Fair. Fair. Don't punch teammates and don't punch walls. I mean, those are are two of the things. Those are like two of the biggest things on the no-no punch list. Just in life, you don't punch people and you don't punch walls. And guess what? Guess what? Uh, these two guys did: punch people I'm and punch not, walls. I won't push Congratulations! Back. I won't push. Now back. you now you have to play Jordan McLaughlin ten minutes. More than, Jalen more, Noel. Your point minutes. is your point is they're playing guys more than they should have. Well, yeah, I mean, but, them but again, effort, that's fair. To, that's to, fair. to their own fault, right? To their own. So fault. I don't Put feel their bad. Players and, in bad positions. The Lakers are just that bad. You played. You you had to play LeBron James forty five minutes. Unsustainable to win. Absolutely, it's it's not sustainable. Absolutely, but you knew it was coming a mile away. You could see it as soon as the third quarter ended. Yeah, I agree. Minnesota was sputtering at the end of the third quarter when Cat sat down, and they they could only muster twelve points. Mm-hmm. Twelve points in the fourth quarter, and three of those were the Conley free throws at the end of the game. Yeah. It just it just a poor performance. Now I do feel like Gobert coming back. I think they win the 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 next playing game. I think they win because I think because there was absolutely nothing stopping the Lakers in the paint. Absolutely nothing because Gobert wasn't there. He would have he would have really given and taken some pressure off the tap. And I'm not Anthony crazy Davis, on Gobert. Yeah, Anthony Davis wouldn't have got such easy buckets inside. Absolutely not. Not when Towns is out of the game. They would have yeah, been a lot Yeah, heck no. Heck no. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I mean, congrats to the Lakers. You're going to get run out of the gym by Memphis because of their pace. Good luck. And if you want to play LeBron James 40 minutes a game, good luck with that, too. Mm. Mm. Zach, uh, Wolves, Lakers. What's your, what's your, what, what, what stands out? What, what, what did you come away with? Well, I'll just take it from a Lakers point of view. I knew you would. Okay. I want to, I want to address all these people saying the Lakers have a, have a chance at winning, winning the title. What about that game last night? Told you this is a championship level team. This is a team you're playing. You're playing Minnesota, who is without Nas Reed, Rudy Gobert, and McDaniel's three of their top six or seven guys, and they should have beaten you if it wasn't for a almost seven minute scoreless drought. Mm-hmm. They would have beaten you handily. You needed overtime to beat them. Their second best player, Anthony, maybe their first best player. However, you want to you want to rank that. Had a terrible game, and they still almost beat you. They should have beaten you if they score four points in that almost seven-minute stretch. They win. They win. They they scored twelve points, and I think it was the fourth quarter, and the Lakers only scored nineteen. 
So I mean, all you got if they if the Timberwolves just get a couple baskets, a couple more baskets in the in the fourth quarter, they win. I don't know how you feel good about this. If you're if you're a Lakers fan or or, or a LeBron Dick Rider, I just don't I don't see like Darvin Ham. This was a terrible game from Darvin Ham. I agree. With terrible that. game. Terrible game. Really bad yeah. rotations. Really bad. The really, man, really bad. You finally you finally decided to pay to play Beasley. I mean, Lying if you think this team is going to go way away. too much D'Lo, way Why? too much D'Lo. Uh, he was gone. He, he wasn't there in crunch, crunch time, though. I know, but it, I it, they, they've got to figure out the the, the D'Lo's a total non-factor. If you're relying was, yeah. on Austin Reeves, which they were, guess what? You're not going to make minutes. the conference finals, let alone the finals. <laughs> I mean, it, basically, if you're one of these schmucks out there saying. The Lakers are going to make a finals run. Here's what you're asking. You're asking Anthony Davis, probably the most brittle star of the past decade, to make it three straight rounds Yeah, without getting hurt. The without last time Anthony hurt. Davis was in the playoffs, first round series against Phoenix, mm-hmm. he got bodied by DeAndre Ayton, and he that got hurt. Did. You're also asking LeBron James to play 40-plus minutes when he's... Almost forty years old, right? <laughs> no, I, I agree. You know, he, he's, a lot been, to ask. he's been brittle. He he's been brittle the past couple of years. Which I'd like to point out. I mean, LeBron made some great plays offensively, but you can make he some did. great plays offensively with taking a lot of possessions off defensively. Which he LeBron took, every took a lot of possession off. off defensively. He took LeBron a lot of possession off defense anymore. And he LeBron is, doesn't play defense anymore. He took some. He Extremely no, ill-advised threes at the end of the game, where Cat mm-hmm. switched onto him, mm-hmm. and he he just threw up some bricks. Instead I mean, of getting to the cup, shot. <laughs> well, he, he's got to get to the cup. LeBron's got to get to the cup. He's a great player at the rim. Get the ball at the rim. I agree with that. He's a great player at the rim, and yep. I don't care if he's at this late stage in his career. He's still going to get the calls. Yep. So I mean that that's one of the Lakers' best. I mean, second half they double. Do you like it or not? That's one of the things the Lakers have going for them is is they get the calls. They get the calls. They got calls last night, and that's that's just how it goes. But you're just asking, you're basically asking for everything to go right for the Lakers to make a finals run. I agree. And I'm sorry, Anthony Davis is not going to make it three rounds without getting hurt. LeBron's not going to be able to play 40, 40 plus minutes for three rounds straight. You're asking D'Lo to play defense, which he's never done probably in his life. You're asking Austin Reeves to be borderline your third best player. LOL. Hachimura. I mean, Ham still hasn't figured out these rotations. If you haven't figured them out yet, you're not going to figure them out. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't see... I mean, if Memphis is even 70% of the team they were before the all-star break, I think they beat, I think they beat the Lakers. So I just don't, I don't see how you can come out of that game last night saying, I agree. The Lakers are a finals team. I agree. I don't think they're a finals team. Um, I think that was a, that could be an interesting win. Um, I do think they're going to be able to take a, take advantage of the Grizzlies size with no Adams and Clark. Uh, but, you know, we'll see, you know, obviously Alex and JD will have that for us and we'll be able to watch that and entertain ourselves with it uh, in terms of, you know, what these games could be. I mean, certainly has the talent and potential to be really fun, you know, and, and, and you know, let's I, I'd like to get into, you know, the East, I guess. Let's just start with with that. That's the conference we're going to be basing a lot of this discussion on. Um, and the East is now fully finalized. Um, they're fully finalized because Sir Chicago came back down 15, uh, down 15 in the first half um, and beat a Toronto Raptor team. Um, I guess we can touch on it now that it's over. Uh, I wasn't well, expecting to originally, but it, it's, it's over now. It's not finalized now. yet. It's not finalized yet. Um, but um, yes, I guess is. we can... We can touch well. We can touch on the well. We can touch on the Bulls, and obviously it's Bulls keep in the eight seed. Yeah, it's, uh, it's we finalized. just know that. Um, but I guess let's start with. I guess now that the game's just right over, we'll give live reaction. Um, yes. Bulls, Bulls, Raptors. 
Um, look, I think the Raptors suck. <laughs> I, I don't want to cut around the. I don't want to cut around the BS. I mean, I think Nick Nurse has been wanting to get out of there for a long time. It just feels like it's smoke and it's smoke and it's too much smoke for my liking. Um, it seems like Fred Van Vliet's packing his bags. Uh, they've been rumoring Pascal Siakam for years. They've been trying to put Scotty Barnes in every trade to get a premium start for years. They've been just in general, a team that doesn't feel like they want to keep this collection of players. They have gone with the same theory for two consecutive years. And it, to me, I mean, it clearly hasn't worked. Uh, you, and, and I just think if you're Toronto, um, I just think there's going to be a lot of change. And, and I think this was just a very disappointing year for this organization. Um, I think they should expect better. I think their fans should expect better. Um, they should have expected better from this roster. Um, I thought it was an embarrassing loss. Uh, Chicago, I want to give off. I want to credit them. I'm not trying to dismiss them. I think, you know, what the, Zach Levine did in the second half. I mean, look, everybody said he was trying to pack his bags. I mean, clearly not. Clearly not. What a second half for a player that everyone said is too injury prone and is a negative asset. DeMar DeRozan, I mean, look, have yourself a day. That, that dunk was the statement for me. That dunk was an incredible statement by him. And- oh, that's filthy. I, I, I mean, this was a great win for Chicago, Chris. And, and they've been hot. Second half of the year, they've been hot. And, um, you know, out of the playing teams, Bryce, out of both conferences, I think they've been, you could argue they've been the best team heading into this play. You really could. Well, yeah, I mean, they need to be put up or shut up because, I mean, they've assembled this roster with DeRozan, Vucevic, and Levine. And, you know, they have nothing to really show for it. I'd say what kind of changed and like them or hate, or hate them, Pat Bev has come in and really made an impact on this team, um, you know, especially defensively and adding that little fire mm-hmm. uh, to that's really sparked this second half run. So good little pick. I think that's where the Bulls need to get better as, as far as roster construction goes, is just getting these guys, these role player guys. You have the stars in place. You just have to put it together now. You have to finish the roster off. And like something like this game is, is coming to fruition. They were down really bad. I think they were down what 19, 15 mm-hmm. or 19. Yeah. Um, and they came back and, and they came back with this. You guys will love this. Mm-hmm. Toronto, uh, the Bulls shot 22 free throws. Toronto shot 36. Uh, Pascal Siakam got fouled on a three with 12 seconds left to go and missed two of the free throws. And that was to tie the game. So basically just shot that, shot their own season dead there. Yeah, Van Vliet may be looking elsewhere. Nick Nurse may be looking elsewhere. I think uh, this is where, Zach, our Pacers can sneak in and get OG for, for a little package, a little yeah. package deal here. Yeah. I like that I could, a lot. I hope so. I like that a lot. Uh, Gary Trent, I think Gary Trent may look elsewhere. I think he's he might have a player option. Um, I know he, I think he's going to be a free agent though, in some form or fashion. So, I mean, this Toronto team could look like the Toronto teams we used to like, we used to know as kids where they just flat out just sucked. Like that could, they could go back into oblivion here, uh, depending on what happens. So, but props to the bulls for making this comeback. I mean, big time Levine game, like you said, Caleb, um, DeRozan does his thing. He's good for 20 a night easily. Vucevic is a walking double double, and they just put it together. But I, I don't know. We got Chicago and Miami. I don't want to watch that game. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Give it's me, gonna be a Chicago ass beating. Like Chicago wins. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm leaning. Wow. To. That's what I'm leaning to. Wow. Well, go ahead, Zach. I mean, you had to have been impressed with Chicago's performance if you thought they were going to come in there and crush Miami. Well, I thought, I I mean, Caleb, I know you think Toronto sucks, but I thought either. I do. I thought whoever won this 9-10 matchup between Raptors Bulls, I I thought they were going to beat Miami just because, I mean, Miami sucked last night. They flat out sucked. They got dominated. They're old. And I just uh, they didn't play any defense. And this is a no. team that's supposedly known for their defense. No. Didn't see any last night. No. I just don't. 
I mean, the Bulls have way more offensive firepower than the Heat. The Heat have two guys in their starting lineup who can create their own shot, Hero and Butler, where the Raptors have Barnes, they have Siakam, they have Van Vliet, uh, they got Trent. I mean, almost everybody in their starting lineup can can create a shot. Put the ball in the hole, yeah. Yeah, and then the Bulls, who actually won the game, they got DeRozan, they got Levine, oh, yeah. uh, they have good defensive guards. Uh, Williams is, is awesome, in my opinion. And Vucevic, I mean Vucevic, Bam, that's basically evenly matched at this point, based on how they both played. I mean, they both yeah. look like shit. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe Spolstra has something up his sleeve. I think he's that good, but. I, it's hard for me to see just based off how both these teams played in their playing games. It's hard for me to see Miami winning, especially with the lack of depth. I mean, the lack of depth is just, it's pretty startling last night, especially when you see Kevin Love out there. I mean, and you see look. Martin getting a lot of minutes and you see Cody Zeller out there. Yeah. It's like this, this is an IU. Yeah, you see Oladipo out, out there. there. I mean, my God. It's time to blow it up, Pat. I'm sorry. It's time to blow it up. So here, so here's my thing with Miami, and maybe this summarizes it. Um, Bryce, I know you like this game too. Um, if you do a best of 10, I think I'm taking seven <laughs> of Atlanta. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I think I'm taking seven of Atlanta over three in Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh Lord, yes. I mean, I know, I know the two of us love doing that. I think I'm taking the seven of ten on Miami, genuinely, or over over. On, I think on Atlanta, on on Atlanta over Miami. Yes. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I think I. I mean, you have again. To. I know you guys aren't. I know you guys weren't crazy about it, and that's fine. But Trey Young was the best player on the court. Um, he just was. No, he was. Trey Young was the best player on the court. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, number two. I'd have Bam number three, but then I would have DeJounte Murray. This is when it would just be all Atlanta right here. DeJounte Murray, uh, John Collins, uh, yeah. DeAndre, uh, you know, maybe Hero if you want. Sadiq Bay. And then, you know, Capella. And then it would just, the list would go and it would favor Atlanta. And I just think to me, Hunter. Th- this is a team in Miami that they are in their crossroads. They're in a crossroads. Um, I think, I think, um, I could tell you what I think. I, you know what I think they should do that they're not going to do it because they have too much royalty and respect. And I think that's the problem with their team. I think they need to let go uh, and they need to move off of Riley and Morning. And they need to they need to consider moving off the entire team. They need to they need to they need to, they need to reset their culture. They they do. They need to reset their team. They need to reset their they need to reset who they are. Um, I I, I think I would trade Bam not because I think happen, Bam Caleb. sucks. I just I know it's not. But I'm just letting you know, I think that's what should happen. I think they need to make a dramatic change, and that can be in player personnel. Um, I, again, I would consider trading Bam, not because I think he sucks. I just think I think you should consider it. Um, and I think there are teams out there that I would absolutely believe would take him and um, would, would really use him and, and would take him to a whole nother level. And it could be teams rising, and it could be teams winning right now. Um, and I think Jimmy Beller's put himself in this position, to be honest with you. I texted Bryce this. I think Jimmy Butler has put himself in this position and he's got to live and die with the results. Uh, he guaranteed uh, before this game that they were going to win. And Trey you Young know, said, let me cook you some filet mignon, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, if it is. He said, let me cook you some filet mignon. DeJounte Murray said, I'll take a medium well. <laughs> I mean, if that's what is, happened tonight. That's what happened if last it night. It is the end of that, of that. Jimmy Butler era in Miami. I mean, I think it was I think pretty it successful. I mean, you made, you I made a finals run. I, I, think was, I, think you I think it was good. I think it was good. I think it was good. I mean, you made the finals. But Miami expects more. I expect to win one. Can I, can I throw something at you? Let's yeah. never fire Pat. Yes. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. Jimmy Butler, Indiana. No. No, can I tell you who I actually genuinely thought about? 
Bam, Indiana. I actually genuinely thought about that. Like, Man, I really I thought wish, about that. Coming into this podcast, I, I genuinely thought about it. Because, like, I think I if wish you move we off just a Turner. Well, you tried. That's what I, well, I, mean, I think he would be perfect uh, uh, for you, Bryce. Because he wouldn't need to be a, a scorer. Mm-hmm. He, well, you know who he'd be really good for? I talked with Zach about this privately in a conversation. Um, the team that's playing right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who could use it, you know, who could potentially use a, a, vet, good vet. a nice vet inside who can help him, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. maybe take some pressure off home ground. I don't know. I mean, and, and Alex as also Alex uh, gets credit for that as well. He's talked to me a lot about that idea. So I don't know. Like, I, I think there's an opportunity for them. And they've got to think about it because they've made some bad decisions with contracts. Uh, Duncan Robinson, I've said it for four years. Uh, I've said it for four years. I know you guys have agreed with me, but I've said it for as literally since eternity uh, that it was that it was too much of a contract pay. So, look, I mean, Miami's going to be in a tough position, and they're going to be in a tough position if they rely on Max Struess being a starter. Uh, anyway, let's let's get into um, the the games that you know, and obviously Timberwolves um, against either the Pelicans or the Thunder. Um, I mean, do you guys think the Timberwolves win that game? I mean, let's not break down the matchup just because we don't know what's going to happen. But do do you lean Timberwolves and do you lean Timberwolves against both of those teams? Or do you think one or the other would beat them if they won? Yeah, I like I like Tim. I like T-Wolves with Gobert coming back because I think he's got some some. uh, some wrongs to right. And I think him playing extremely hard in this game uh, will, will begin that process. So I think he'll come out with a fire. Not that he's going to score like 30 yeah, points, but sure. he's going to play really hard defensively. Um, and I think Anthony Edwards will have something to prove as well. So I feel like it's going to be a very emotional game for, for these guys, for, for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So give me Minnesota for that. Exactly. Give me the winner of this game tonight. All right, fair enough. Oh my God. Um, I you are low. no. I, I think I think my yeah. Prediction. I don't. I don't think the other Timberwolves want Gobert back. I don't think they want him back. I'm not sure. I think the Thunder would be one of those teams that like it's kind of like an NCAA tournament team, Bryce. The if they win would a have game, the best they'd win a game. In the game, in my opinion. you know what I mean. And well, they might. They might. I mean, it's, I mean, certainly this year. Uh, Eastern Conference. Um, we know we, no, we talked about Boston, Atlanta, um, Milwaukee. We're waiting on Toronto. We're, we're waiting on that winner, so we won't get into that too much. Um, let's get into Philadelphia and Brooklyn. And then obviously, I know Zach has plenty to say about the other series. Philadelphia, Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn is kind of given a season. I mean, obviously, if you, you live under a rock. Uh, you know, whatever. But uh, Kevin Durant got traded uh, and he got traded to the Phoenix Suns and Brooklyn, um, you know, has Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, a lot of role players. Um, but really, I think kind of made the playoffs given what the, you know, Durant and Kyrie team did in the first half of the year. Uh, I think that'd be fair to say, unless you guys want to push back on that. Uh, I think they they put themselves in this position right around the five, six seed. Uh, meanwhile, Philadelphia certainly has been a very, very good team this year. You know, one of the only, you know, a very solid team in the 50 win mark, one of the only teams in the 50 mark this year. Um, you're looking at what they, you know, Embiid is, is potentially an MVP. Um, obviously there's the idea of James Harden into this series, which I know Bryce loves talking about. Ah, uh, yes. Ari, in the series, the pressure of Philadelphia, you know, how much do they, what do they have to do to not reset their entire team? Really fascinating stuff. Um, Bryce, I'll start with you. Um, when you look at this series, when you view the series, where, where does your mind go? Um, well, Obviously, this the the Nets have rode their first half of the season into the playoffs. Um, as Kyle Kuzma pointed out for us today, who eviscerated 
Spencer Dinwiddie on Twitter today that they were very poor in the second half of the season. Now, I like a lot of the Brooklyn Nets players. I like Nick Claxton. I like Mikhail Bridges. I, I like Cam Johnson. I like those guys. Yeah. But they are they do not have a Joel Embiid stopper, and not that anyone does anyways. So and I and if Joel Embiid is the MVP, then he should play every single one of these games and he should absolutely ball out on them. I think this is going to be a handled series by Philly. Either they win in four or five. Um, wow. If Doc Rivers loses this series, please retire. Daryl Morey, do the right thing. Get rid of him immediately. I just don't see this happening. I mean, the odds are, odds according to Caesars, minus 900 to win the series. Minus 900. Pretty nice. I mean, have we even seen that? I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, it's it is a lot. a lot. So, yeah, I mean, that tells you where they're at with this. So, yeah, give me, give me Philly easily. Philly easily. Um, Zach, uh, what, what's kind of your takeaways of this, of this series? Um, before we start getting in detail, what's kind of your general scope of it? <laughs> Uh, a gobsmacking. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else there's to say about this series. Uh, Philly's got the MVP of the league. They got the assist leader for the season. Uh, I think, uh, I think you can make a case. Tyrese Maxey would arguably be the best player on the, on the nets. If he were to be on the nets, I'm pretty high on Maxey. But uh yeah, I mean yeah, I don't have much to say on the series. I think it'll be pretty quick. I think uh the Nets young guys, mm-hmm. you know, this was actually a series I think it was twenty nineteen mm-hmm. when D'Angelo Russell was on the Nets, and it was a similarly built Nets team where you had a bunch of young guys against this kind of mix of veterans and star power Sixers team. And the Nets ended up getting a game off the Sixers. I feel like it'd be the same thing here. Um, except the Nets don't have anyone to guard Embiid. I, I mean, I like Claxton a lot, but I just think he's a little undersized, especially strength wise to match up against Embiid. Nobody on the Nets can contain Harden. Uh, nobody on the Nets can can do that even at this stage in Harden's career. So I'm taking I'm taking the Sixers in four or five. I mean I, I don't think there's much to say here. Look, I, I think in this series, I guess the question for me is gonna be I, I agree with you guys. I feel like that the Sixers have this handily, but how they win the series is fascinating. Are they all tight games. Do they separate themselves? Do they have three games, two games where they just really dominate? You know, do they like, I think in the last couple of years, this is fair to say, Bryce, I know you've been a very big critic of this era is that they just don't have the killer instinct mm-hmm. in a series. They don't have the ability to just, they haven't proven the domination of a team, you know, it's been close. It's six, seven, it's tight. They might have a couple wins, but you don't go, Oh my gosh, what a dominant series. Mm-hmm. If Philly comes into this and dominates the series and like in four or five games, like in four or five games, I'm not talking a tight four or five games. I'm talking, you know, really taking control, you know, in each game, how does the first round series like that help or maybe change your opinion of what Philly could be in the second round? And Bryce, I'll start with you. Mm, I mean, if James Harden somehow transformed back into, you know, early Rockets years, James Harden, um, you know, they could potentially make a run and Joel Embiid, you know, does his thing. I mean, Joel Embiid would have to have a, an all-time playoff, like a Giannis-esque 
playoff run the year Giannis won the title. You know, we're just incredibly dominant. No one is stopping him. Um, you know, 50-point games here and there. You know, just signature games throughout each of the playoff series. If, they, if, if they're able to do that, I think they could have a pretty successful run. And maybe change my opinion about James Harden, James Harden's legacy, but I'm not. I'm not buying that. Not buying. Not buying. No. All right, fair enough. Uh, Zach, I, I mean, what does it say if Philly really kind of commands this series, and in these five games, just kind of, I mean, just takes it to the woodshed. Really leaves no doubt in any of these games. I mean, if Philly wants to be, I mean, I think we all kind of have it the same where Milwaukee and Boston are in a level above Philly. If Philly wants to start being in that discussion, I think they have to just beat the brakes off of Brooklyn. I mean, they should leave no doubt. They should win convincingly. I think at least three out of the four wins. I, agree. I mean, double I, again, again, I, yeah, double digits. I mean, they should go up 2 0 in the series. Yeah. Pretty handily. Pretty, yeah. I don't think there should be any question about that. Yeah. They got the better coach. They got the better bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they, like I said, if they want to be considered in the upper echelon, I like that. They need, they need to do that. Need to do that. Fair enough. I think I, I think Philly has the capability of getting to that top tier that you mentioned, but I think there's got to be a domination that occurs. Um, I'm not really worried about Embiid dominating. I think Embiid's going to dominate. Um, I agree with you guys 100% on the matchup, but I just think in general in this postseason, I mean, Embiid's had the best season of his entire career, and we've witnessed some great Embiid seasons, and this is the best Embiid season of his entire career. He's more efficient than he's ever been. He's more effective in every range. He's just, he's just really good. Um, to me, it's, it's, a, I mean, you know, and, and we're going to talk about it. I know we're going to talk about it, uh, with Harden. Uh, I mean, that's the key for me. You know, I, I think he has shown some unselfishness, the contract and obviously the passing when it's on is really good. Um, I mean, he, when he's a great passer, it just, it really changes things for me. Um, I think James Harden has to find a way if they're going to win this series to be one of the top three players in each series they play in, Mm -hmm. which is hard. I understand the difficulty in that, but I think that's what it takes. I think he has to be one of the three players you mentioned. So against Boston, he has to be better than Tatum or Brown Mm -hmm. against Philadelphia. He needs to be, in my opinion, way better and way more impactful than a Drew or, a, you know, a Drew Holiday type of player or a Middleton type of player. He has to be more impactful than that. I think he's capable of it, but obviously we've seen him have moments where that's not the case. I'm very intrigued to see what Harden does and obviously Doc Rivers, what that's going to look like if they don't win in the first round, that's going to be something to watch. Next up, let's go the Cleveland Cavaliers hosting the New York Knicks and a four five battle uh, in the East, the Cavs again, win the four seed Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, very homegrown. I mean, they've kind of developed their own guys of Garland and Mobley. And then over this last off season traded for Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen full year. Um, they got players. I think there's a couple of players. I'm really looking to see what happens with the you know, Coro is a nice piece. It's a, it's a nice team. I like what Cleveland can bring. They've been the best defense in the league statistically. That they're going to be they're going to be tough. I mean, a fifty win team, nothing to slouch over. Uh, the Knicks back in the playoff conversation. Picked up Jalen Brunson, you know, all NBA type of player this year around that conversation. Randall has been very good. Question obviously with him is how's that injury going to hold up? Go out trade Josh Hart sparks this team in the second half. Um. Zach, I know you love talking about the Knicks. I'll start with you on this. What do you think about this Knicks-Cavs series 
what sticks out to you? What's kind of the things you're watching? Well, the Donovan Mitchell trade, perhaps the the most meaningful trade of the season. Totally transformed this team. I think they are the biggest sleeper in the playoffs because they have so much firepower offensively. They have maybe the DPOY and Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is going to be one of the staples of the league for the next decade. I mean, this is a guy who can play both sides at an elite level. I saw Bryce's face. I saw Bryce's face pop. Did I say say something wrong? Did I say something wrong? No, no. You're just, you're just, you're just, you're just going in. Go ahead. Am I missing something? Am I missing something? No, no, go Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, if you want my honest thoughts in this series, first off, props to the Cavs for being this good with Luke Walton on your coaching staff. Props. Oh my gosh, here we go. I know you'd bring props. Luke Walton, top five worst head coach of the past eight years. Uh, but I, I also have to eat shit on JB Bickerstaff, uh, the yeah. butt of many jokes. <laughs> yeah. Of, of many coaching jokes on pods and off the record, especially in his Houston days. I mean, this guy ate shit from us, and he's been awesome. He's adapted to this roster very well. Very well. Uh, and I want to give props to the Knicks. You know, after a down season last year, you know, we, we ridiculed them, me especially, for the Jalen Brunson move. Record Turned out to be this. a great move. We're recording Turned out this. to be... <laughs> I know this is gonna be this. this is gonna be some sort of fossil. This is gonna be some the sort tr- of like thing I'm gonna pick up in 50 years and be like, wait, Zach said something positive well on the Knicks. Yeah. No, I, I am speaking positive because I, I mean how many I don't know how many shits I dropped on the Knicks for paying Jalen Brunson what they oh, did. You and I both and you he, and I both know that one. Turns <laughs> out the Mavs would have been better, well, far better off. The Mavs would be in the playoffs right now if they had simply matched the offer that the Knicks gave Jalen Brunson. Kyrie Irving wouldn't be on the Knicks, and the Mavs would be cancer-free. They wouldn't have a cancer on the team. But here we are, Kyrie Irving on the Mavs. So be it. So, Knicks put together a good season, but... But. I want to write a little letter to all the people saying this is going to be a you know a, a, a close series uh you're wrong you're wrong because the Cavs the Cavs have the best player in the series Donovan Mitchell I think they have the two best players in the series Mitchell and Mobley and just not Thibodeau wow. has yet to adapt since he left Chicago. He has yet to adapt in the playoffs as a coach. He hasn't advanced past the first round as a head coach since leaving the Bulls. He, I mean, you could argue he hasn't wow. adapted in the regular season Wow, as a head coach. Wow. I mean, I love Tibbs. I love him. I think he's a great coach, but got to adapt, man. You can't just run your guys into the ground like he's done his whole career, basically. Now you're facing a Cavs team with major offensive firepower. Like I said, I think they're the sleeper of the playoffs, especially in the East. I also want to give props to Derrick Rose because I went to the Pacers-Knicks game. This guy was cashing checks like nobody's business. Didn't even take his warm-up pants off. But... No, I, I mean, give me the Cavs in five. Give me the Cavs in five, dude. I don't, I don't see. I mean, wow. I like Barrett. I like Randall. Brunson's had a great season. I like, I love quickly. Wow. Quickly's great. I, I would take quickly on the Pacers right now. But I mean, you can book this. Mitchell Robinson's going to get hurt. I like Josh Hart, but wow. just if you just if you're looking at it on paper, you put these rosters next to each other. Uh-huh. And going off the eye test, because uh-huh. I saw a couple Knicks games this year, 
Uh-huh. I saw a lot of Cavs games this year. Cavs are on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I don't see it. And you know what? I'll take it a step further. Oh. Cavs. Looking at their odds to win the Eastern Conference. Oh, no. Oh, no. Very appealing. I know Caleb. Caleb's thinking about it, too. I know Caleb's. Caleb's looked at these odds before. He's looked at them. He's I've looked never at looked heavily. at them in a day of my life. No, yes, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, right. You probably <laughs> yes, look at him all day. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you have. I mean, I mean, for me, Cavs Kings would be the ultimate finals, but you know, Adam Silver would never allow that. But anyway, no, I'm serious. I mean, I'm not joking. I'm not being a Knicks hater. I'm just I, saying. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I, I, I give me the Cavs and five. You just like the Cavs. I mean, yeah, you just like the Cavs a lot. I think it'll be. I think you get a couple close games, like. You know, kind of like the Hawk series was with the Knicks a couple years ago that we were talking about, where yeah. it had a couple close games and the team with the best player ended up winning those games. It's going to be the same thing here. Going to be the same thing here. That I mean, the Cavs' top five guys are just, <laughs> I think, head and shoulders better than the Knicks' top five guys. I mean, if you want to do that top 10 game that we love to do, we might get into it later. We might get into it later. Cavs win. Cavs win. I think they got the two best players. Hard for me to see it for the Knicks. They might get one game in MSG, but I'm sticking with it. Give me Cleveland in five. Bryce? I am actually... I hate you, Zach. I was actually going Cavs in five as well. I think the Cavs are really good. Donovan Mitchell. Wow. Okay. Uh, Zach, did you eat it on Donovan Mitchell? For what? You, you said that he's not a he. You said that he's not good, or you said that he's not a superstar. Yes. I mean, I don't like throwing that term that. around. You have. I don't that. like throwing that term around. But you, this, you were very this season, No, I mean this season going from. I agree with Bryce. Going from Utah to this. It's a good one. In. Pretty seamlessly. I mean, you have to call him a superstar now. So yeah, I'll eat shit on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Donovan Mitchell. I I don't know why you didn't think he was good. That is so baffles me. He's balling in Utah. You're just like, nah. No, I thought he was nah. good. I thought he's, he was good. He's not that good. Of course, it would he like, well, was he was good. Defensively, he wasn't there. Defensively, he wasn't. But he was scoring down. that game. Of course, I thought he was good. But not many guys can go from one team to another, especially another conference. Yeah, sure. This team, this team had you know staple. They had staples with Garland and Allen and and Mobley. And he just, I, like I said, seamless, fucking seamless. And yeah. now, I mean, if they made the East Finals, I would not be shocked in the slightest. Right, man. I mean, they have a lot of the pieces, uh, you know, to 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 make this thing go right. Mobley, mm-hmm. Allen, Garland, yes. Mitchell, you know, Lavert off the bench. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting a guy. Am I forgetting a guy? I mean, I mean, shoot, Levert. you mentioned a lot of them. Lever, Garland, yeah, Mobley, McCoro. I mean, they, they got a lot of guys, man. I mean, right. So, I mean, they got so yeah, they have guys that can come in and play for them, um, and give them Osmond. good minutes. And yeah, I mean, Caleb Chetty Osmond, Chetty Osmond, man. Does uh, does Ricky Rubio <laughs> play for them? Does he actually play like legit minutes? <laughs> No, I'm serious. I, mean, I knew you were going to mention Osman. I knew it. Um, I mean, Osman they got. I mean, Lamar Stevens has been a part of their team. Dean Wade has been a part of their team and playing a little bit. I mean, they're going to go with the hand. They're going to go with the bag of tricks. I mean, they're going to yeah, go with the bag of so tricks. Yeah, so I am. I like this Cleveland team. Look, I think the Knicks have good players. I think they they have the right direction with, with Brunson and Barrett's. Um, quickly, obviously, is it sounds like he's very much in the mix for six man of the year. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So I mean, they have good players. It Randall, he yesterday the report was he participated in non contact. Um, that's a little concerning with with mm. a playoff series coming up. Mm. Um, I think he will play. I think he'll try to tough it out. If anything, he'll miss maybe one 
two games. But, but that panic games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta have Randall to to win a playoff series. But I think I think Cleveland's gonna be too much. Give me give me Cleveland. I like him in five as well, Zach. So I got him in I I that's it. I got him in seven. 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 You, you I think the Knicks, Knicks are gonna I think the Knicks are gonna play really hard. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're gonna let what happened to them two years ago happen again easily. Um, okay. I think they're scrappy. Uh, I think Brunson's gonna make a difference. He's a good big game player. Um, I think he's gonna make some things happen. I think that I mean, I get what you guys are saying on Mitchell Robinson. I think that but that matchup with him and Allen's gonna be really good. I think that, you know. Randall is a player that, you know, he's going to want to make up revenge for, for what happened. You know, he had a couple games where it just wasn't working for him. And um, I mean, Mobley's going to be a challenge defensively. There's no question, but I think he's going to have a better series than he did last, you know, last playoffs. And I, I just think the Knicks are really deep. I think the Knicks are really deep. And that's an amazing thing to say, considering what their team has been in the past. But I think they're really deep. They have a lot of options. And I think that Cleveland is, you know, a very look, I, I think I like Cleveland. I like them a lot. I don't want to repeat what you guys are saying. I just think the Knicks are going to make this really competitive. And um, I trust I, 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 I don't know. There's a lot of guys on, on that team I really like right now. And I trust and I, I think they're going to make this really competitive. I think this is easily going to be the most competitive. I would argue um, I think this is a chance to be the most competitive series in the playoffs in both conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think there's this is a really physical, grueling series, and I think it's not going to be 130 point games. Um, you know, it's not going to be, but I think playoff basketball is high intensity, defensive focused, and I think this series has a chance to be that. All right, gentlemen, uh, that will remove us from the preview. Um, I'm very excited to join, and then we got playoffs starting. But the last playing games Friday, Saturday, kind of when the first round starts. So should be very, very fun to get into that with you guys. I'm excited um, to kind of dive into this Eastern Conference. And we'll talk about the West again. We'll talk about the West. It's just we're not going to be as detailed as Alex and them, just like they'll be with the East. So I'm excited about the playoffs. I'm excited to talk about it with the two of you. It should be fun. Yes. Oh, wait, man. 